653, this is the morning flavor. Let's get a personal account of what it's like to have to deal with COVID-19 after being infected. We're joined on the line by Zugiswa Kyolo. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning to the listeners out there. Oh, happy spring day, by the way, man. Eh? Happy spring day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Same to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to the spring cleaning or whatever it is, the floral dresses. We'll see what happens. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Listen, um, I'm, I'm mentioning all these positive things because I believe this is exactly what you need right now. You recently got infected with COVID-19. I understand you were at a small Anyana family gathering and that's where you think you got infected. <laughs> Tell us about your experience so far. Okay. Um, yes, I, uh, I was part of a gathering, like an unplanned gathering. Uh, mm. My partner had um, a family over, so I went, uh, you know, to join them. And um, nobody was, like, showing any signs you know, of illness or, or anything like that. We had a nice cookout and everything. And then the signs started showing, like, seven days later. Like, mm. now my throat was sore, my tongue was numb. Oh. And, uh, you know, things like that. And I had, like, an extreme fatigue. And then mm. he also started um, getting sick. And then he went and got tested first. And um, his results came back positive. And then I also went. Obviously, um, I already knew because we had the same symptoms. Mm. And then, mm. yeah, um, it was tough from there because, like, I could not uh, really go into a facility, you know, to isolate sure. because I've got to a isolate. small child. So mm-hmm. I had to make means in the house to make sure that, um, like, I, I, I sort of quarantine myself and not, like, socialize with them. So, yeah, it's yeah. been really, really tough. Uh, my 14 days is over, but um, I had very stubborn uh, uh, symptoms. symptoms. So, you know, mm. because I, like, I still cough um, here and there, like, still fatigued and uh, stuff like that. So it really, really, really has not been easy. But... Um, it was not as bad as like how I expected it, you know, the anxiety mm. that comes with getting the results and waiting for these signs, you know, that leads to mm. death and all mm. of that. So, mm. yeah, and um, I had, um, I really had like coronaphobia, like everyone else. I didn't think sure. I would get it, you know, the way I got it, you know, I always expected with, uh, like to get it like out there when I'm like out in the malls and stuff like that. And Yes, and yeah. not in a family gathering like what you said. And, and it's interesting mm. you, you speak about that because we all, I guess a lot of us have that view that, oh no, it only happens to those people. Why would it happen to me? I'm young, I'm strong, etc. I'm telling you, um, and we all, mm. everybody, everybody looked healthy. Like, no, uh, like I said to you, mm. nobody, nobody was coughing, nobody showed any signs. Like it was like we were all happy, you know. Um, mm. <laughs> You know, yes. doing and all I, the I, things that adults do when they get together. Totally. And so, I understand, as you, as you mentioned, you are a mom. How did the kids take it? How do you sort of relay your situation to them without making them fear that something bad or worse is going to happen to you? Well, I remember um, the worry I saw in my son's face, my 14-year-old, when I said that I tested positive. Like, he, he looked very, very concerned. But um, I did... Um, you know, assure him, like, and affirm, uh, affirm him that uh, nothing's going to happen. You know, I've got this, like, mm-hmm. I'm not ill or anything. I'm not dying. So, um, yeah, a lot of affirmation, man. 
And um, also I had a lot of support, like from family, like people calling Good. in and checking mm. up on us, like all the time. Like I couldn't have done it um, without my family and friends, really. And that is such an important thing, Zugiswa, to get that support. And it's so critical. I mean, yes, uh, exactly. you can be on your... It also helps, like, um, um, mentally or psychologically. You know, um, you, you don't fall into, uh, like, a depression mode or that panic mode, knowing that, like, there's people who say that, you know, we, 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 you've got this, you've got this, you can do it. You know, mm. we, we know people who have done it, who have pulled through. You know, mm. and then I, I also have read like uh, on social media, people who haven't through it and also had small kids and how they survived, you know. Mm. And yes. like it, my only worry was like when I go back to work, because I sit like in an open plan area, how is it going to be mm. like, you know, with the stigma and everything that goes on. But um, I work with good people. I hope like I, I won't have to go through all of that, but yeah, it sure, is my concern sure. as well at the moment. Yeah, and, and I think, of course, once that time comes, Zugiswa, you can then uh, deal with uh, the relevant um, people in your office to, to navigate through that. But, but also, what I love about this, and goodness me, when, when our producer spoke to you off air, apparently you were nervous, but you sound nothing like a nervous <laughs> person, Zugiswa. And if anything, you sound like you have a story to tell, and that's why we're just letting you speak. So I'm happy that you... <laughs> That we offered some, some therapy to you, even if we are not even professionals, but just for you to speak to the nation about how you feel, about what you went through. And um, yeah, yeah, and we appreciate your story and we hope that this conversation right now on Metro, when everybody's listening, will do something to you and your motivation. Thank you so much. I hope so too. Thank you so much. Thanks to the listeners All right. too. All right, Zukiswa, all the best and uh, happy healing. Happy healing, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, we can only but stay positive. There we go, uh, Zukiswa Kyolo, just uh, sharing her story with us about her journey with COVID-19. She didn't have to get hospitalized, yes, but it was scary. And um, we talk about how the numbers have decreased with new infections, mm. but the bottom line is it's still there. I mean, she was diagnosed on the 14th of August. I mean, sure. that was like yesterday. Huh? Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, it, it is a silent virus and it, it lives among people. So, I mean, I completely get how she had her guard down because she was surrounded by family where she'd expected to, if she was going to contract it, contract it from, you know, a public space. But that's the thing. Your family are still people, you know. Um, mm. So we need to be extra careful. It doesn't matter where we are and where we feel safe is likely where we let our guard down the most among friends and family. But that's when we should actually be on high alert as well.